Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... All righty, good morning, and welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. And again, I'm going to remind you right off the bat, this is a call-in show, 866-348-7884. I'm Jerry Mathis from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. Again, this uh, morning, filling in for... Robbie Dillmore is his on vacation. I guess he's on the tail end of vacation. He'll be coming back in. And also in the studio with me is my good buddy, brother in Christ, uh, Bob Young. Good morning, folks. Great to be here. Yeah, it's going to be. Bob's also been on vacation. I'm going to have to beat you a, a, a few days there. I'm trying to do the permanent vacation. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it All was right. good to get away. It really was. Yeah, we don't want. We can't can't let you get too permanent, really. Can't, can't let you get too far away from us, brother. I tell you. Well, it's only a few hours down the road. We we make that trip back and forth pretty often. Yeah, and uh, Bob, I don't know if you last week, and this sort of uh, the topic that we talked about last week kind of was driven from the week before when you and Robbie were on the radio. And one of the things was talking about that the. Uh, the noise that death knock in the engine and a lot of people was guessing a spark knock or that's exactly what I thought it was the first time I heard it because I had so many vehicles that developed that chatter, uh, just from different things. And, you know, a lot of times it is the octane and all that, but, uh, after listening to it and he said it was a, an imported car that, um, it, it made perfect sense to me that, it was the death knock and not just a spark knock, but, uh, uh, everybody that, that is, that is the worst, you know, there's more cars in the yard, uh, from that than, uh, most any other thing. Yeah. You used to be able to walk out your back door at the, at, at the, the yard and be able to see a lot of the results of people with, let them go a little too long, a little too long at, uh, the maintenance thing is, is such an important thing with your cars yeah well so in last week when i said it was kind of drove off of the week before what my what we talked about the topic last week we talked about was gasoline and octane and what our engines need and also what we need is for our spiritual walk and so this week i'm kind of going to take it another step further but still down that same line we're going to talk about maintenance and we're talking about maintenance on our vehicles, maintenance on our bodies, but also maintenance on our spirit. And when we start really diving into that, you know, that can really cover a lot of bases, but it's really important stuff. And it's the fundamental stuff that we need to take care of because we talk about with the car. I mean, 
start with our vehicles definitely need that loving care and regular maintenance because if we don't have that, what's the next thing that we have? Problems. Problems. And they're <laughs> Problems. sitting there on the side of the road. And that's where my towing service, Ray's record service, part of Ray's body shop comes in play, in play because the people have vehicles that if they'd have done regular maintenance, wouldn't have been in the situation they're in. You know, it's sort of, we talk about the maintenance on our vehicle. You know, that's why we got that owner's manual in the glove box or at least get connected with a mechanic or something that you regularly see that kind of keep you abreast of what you're Kind of like needs. a physical for the car, you know. But uh, you mentioned the uh, physical maintenance on our bodies and everything, and that is such a struggle for me because I'll get a little lax, and the scales will indicate how lax I have been. And, uh, you know, I've had trouble with it pushing up and it pushing up and and then I'll get a little busy and, and get it, get my weight back down, and and the cholesterol comes down with it, and so many things, you know, it ties together, you know, just like your car. So many things are tied to, you know, maintenance and taking care of it and keeping up with it and not neglecting. And just because you did it good this month doesn't mean that you know you can ignore it next month just like those scales that you step on you know if you're not taking care of what you eat what you put into your body or what you put into your car or or lack thereof um you know it's just a whole bunch of things that can uh, stir up and cause trouble for us yeah and as we uh as men as we get older as you mentioned it you know, every time I I have a physical coming up this week, so Ooh. I'm sort of <laughs> I am dreading it because he's going to tell me all the stuff I'm not doing right on my maintenance program. That's for sure. And I get on those scales, and that's I mean, you know, when I when you go in, the first thing to check your height again and get on the scales. So right off the bat, I know it starts off bad because when I step <laughs> on them scales, I can see those numbers also. Oh man, well it's a uh, it's a uh, I've I've. Feel like I've been doing decent here lately. I, I'm getting back down close to the numbers that I want on the scale, and and like I say, the cholesterol seems to follow, and uh, the blood pressure follows, and everything is just so tied together. And um, you know, I, I'm at a good spot right now, but I can't get complacent about it. I can't say, okay, it's good right now. I can. Go ahead and eat a box of cookies and uh, eat the half of that carton of ice cream like I want to, you know. But, uh, and but it's hard to say no. I this mm, morning I was same mm, boat. I mean, I've been trying to knowing that it's coming up, so I've been saying I'm gonna kind of watch what I'm eating. And so I go in with the best shot I have of kind of not being too awful far off the scale. But then this morning here it is. We had a function at church and. Someone had made the breakfast and stuff, and it was they had gravy biscuits and they had ham. Gravy's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no cholesterol in gravy, brother. Yeah. It, it was so good. I, first time through, I didn't overload my plate because I'm watching. Going to make sure I'm on this maintenance program here. As that close as physical gets closer, it's it's we get a little bit more, pay a little more attention, and try to correct. Uh, a few months of uh, not doing the right things really quick. Yeah, but uh, but but me, I, I'm I'm weak on that because I did have a 
light looking plate to start with, but I did go back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, the gravy is a weakness for me. Anything pork, I just love sausage. I love bacon, and I, I love the eggs. You know, breakfast is a great, great meal. You know, and there's a there's always the nemesis country ham (laughs) (laughs) yeah heart attack in a sack there you know (laughs) well and then we okay we talk about our our bodies the maintenance there and then christian car guy we're going to talk a little bit about cars also and part of it is as i said you know it's that regular maintenance bob as you agree with me there it's you know you can't just whenever the problem it pops was, up it was a little easier in the old days you pulled in they pumped your gas they checked your oil they check a little of this and a little of that and sometimes you could ask them just to check your brake fluid or something and and maintenance was provided you know it was a service and uh i did a a little a little work at a gas station where we would you know pump gas for the folks and and uh we would check their oil, but those days are, you know, not, it's, it's not very many places that I don't, still I, do that. You're saying that I can't even think of a, a single one. Well, when we were traveling one time, I believe it was in New Jersey, you could not pump your own gas up there. They came out and pumped the gas and you had to ask for them to check your oil and stuff. But, and that really shocked me, but I, I kind of liked it, but you know, the, I think the gas was probably a few cents higher because of that. Yeah, and and you know, it's you said that the thing about it back in in the day years gone by when you pulled up that was automatically done. So you knew that you're, you know, if you're if you're getting gas every week or every two weeks you knew that your oil was getting checked, and and you and know, they clean your windshield yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, they even you know the stuff that you wouldn't even think about, you know, because this is what these guys were were doing all day, every day. They would even look at your tires. I mean, just stuff you didn't think about. And anything you were having an issue, I, you know, as my turn signals working, they would check all that. And now that's sort of taken away get that gas give me the money and get out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just just don't even slow you know just just slow down long enough to pump it to get out of the get out of the lane and go ahead and move on down the road do you think it would work again if somebody tried to bring that back you know i have often thought about that and and i i think it could i mean i think the right situation because that is certainly i know for a lot of males just don't have that that gene a lot of females i know my daughter and i just think you know it'd be a great thing well getting ready to go to break and again uh, i'm jerry mathis raised body shop and rec service with bob young and this is a call-in show 866-348-7884 you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com Welcome back to Christian Car Guy Radio. Um, Bob, one of the things we were just talking about was, you know, the, the maintenance on our vehicles. And we think about, you know, there was a time when it was kind of easy to keep that minimal maintenance up where you, you know, we all grew up in a time where you drove up and it wasn't pull your card out and stick it in and pump gas and get out of the way of the for the next one behind you where you pulled up and there was an attendant out there that put the gas in for you. 
Well, always, you'd have to ask them not to check under the hood. They would check all your fluids. You know, if you ask them, check the air pressure, check your wipers. You know, those, you think about it, man, those are days that I miss. Yeah, that was a very valuable thing. Um, Most of that happened before I was in high school, I think. As I'm trying to think back of that period of time, it seems like it was, you know, like early 70s or something as that started to fade out because by the time I was out of school, out of high school, it it wasn't, it was not going on. It was still not, it was not still a thing, you know. Yeah, and those those gas stations and service stations and service station owners and operators were part of the community. It goes back to what we've talked about many, many times on this, this, this show is having somebody that you trusted that you could go to, to. And they built their business by their, you know, by their character and by their, you know, dependability. And, and, you know, if they told you something, your car needed something, you didn't doubt it. You know, you, uh, you know, you trusted these folks. There was three brothers that had a station there in Yakimville where I grew up, and uh, Dinkins Brothers Shell. I still remember, you know, just like it was yesterday. But uh, it was they were a staple of the community. Yeah, and and now that I think it's where it's so important. Now you have to go out and find those relationships because I always say, and 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 I think you'll agree a hundred percent with me. It's so important to have, you know for my industry in the body shop is, is to have a body shop that you can trust, a towing company that you can trust to call, a mechanical shop that you can trust to call. And, and also that will also kind of when you pull in, if it's, you know, that you don't need a big thing, but if it's a, a garage that you deal with, you pull in, they don't mind going out and checking your oil and checking your fluids now, if they don't know you from anybody and you pull up and they're, they're really busy, they're not going to stop doing what they're doing to help you or just to check your fluids. Well, I got to give you a plug because I remember years ago when Lori and I first started dating, I backed into her car and it was a really nice little Honda and we brought it to y'all and y'all fixed it. And when I took her over there to pick it up, she's like, which side which side did you hit? <laughs> you know, it, you couldn't even, y- y'all did such an excellent job that you couldn't tell which side had been damaged, you know, and it was just the art of invisible repair, and y'all got us really hooked up well. So I got to give you an attaboy on All that right, one. All right, well, well, thank you. But it's, you know, and, and I think you would probably agree to this because of us having a relationship, and a lot of, we don't have them with, you know, me and Bob are good friends, and I and I trust Bob with anything. And but if he comes up, and anybody kin to him comes up, we're going to do what we can. If it's just to look at something, who maybe we have people come in who just are looking to buy a car. I want you to kind of we look us over and see if it's been wrecked. If there's anything that stands out, you know, that's just important. Or when you're in a crisis and broke down on the side of the road and you need a wrecker, you know, have have somebody's card that you can call instead of just being somebody random. And how many times when you were in the, the, the junkyard business, the salvage yard, people come up and not only were they buying a part, they was also tapping you for some information and stuff. And they had been a lot of times it was somebody, well, so-and-so told me that you'd take care of me and, 
and and you build a business by giving people great service and and going a little bit extra for them and you know we were in a position where we could you know knock a few coins off you know and, and give them a little bit better deal there was a gentleman in the office one day and he was getting a little bit loud and i walked over there and I said what's what's the problem over here how can i help i said they want too much for this transmission I said, well, what would you like to pay, sir? And he told me what he wanted to pay. I said, pay me. We're, we're good. We can do that, you know. It, it was just de-escalating a problem, making somebody happy, and if somebody leaves your place happy, they might tell one person to come see you. But if they leave their man, they're going to tell 50 not to come see you. So. And that 50 is going to tell another 50. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bad name is not a great thing to have when you're trying to make a living, you know. And uh, it was just we did stuff for the community. We tried to, you know, keep things. Don't you know, just help people. Help people. Use your heart. Don't always try to run your business with your wallet. Try to run it with your head and your heart. And uh, things did work out very well. Yeah, I think so many times we, in business, we, what you just said, so many times we're driven by the dollar and that transaction instead of sort of saying, you know what, okay, God, what would you have me do in this situation? How can I be beneficial to somebody? And it may be, you know, you may lose a dollar here, but I guarantee you, the it'll backside come, of it, it comes come back right. and, yes, that, and god never tells us to to do something because there's gonna be a greater reward or a financial award on the other side of it but it just seems to always work that way well That's, doing the right thing is its own reward and um but there there's so many benefits and and when i'm doing the right things when i'm doing my physical maintenance uh you know i i see the results and um but this the one you mentioned today that early this morning that really rang my bell and I find myself to be not as not as competent as I should be is my spiritual maintenance. I don't always do what I need to do to keep myself spiritually sound and it um it shows. It shows when I'm when I'm on time with my stuff and and taking care of myself. It really shows up. Yeah. When we come back from the break, we're going to take a deep dive into maintenance on our vehicles, what we can do, but even a deeper dive on our spiritual maintenance because really, that's really what it's all about is that walk with Jesus Christ because that affects everything around us. That affects our friendships, our relationships, our well-being. Be back in a moment. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. All right, we're back with Christian Car Guy Radio Show again. It's a call-in show. Love to hear what your maintenance problems are, your physical maintenance or car maintenance, or more importantly, spiritual maintenance. It is a call-in show, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Talking about car maintenance. I mean, there's so many things there that that can include, even to the point of, you know, somebody will say, "What, what, what is washing your car and keeping it clean? How is that 
maintenance. For one thing, Bob, what it'll do, and you know this, is by keeping it clean and waxed, you start having those little rust areas or areas that need attention. You see those early. You take care of them early before they become a problem of having to cut out a whole panel or something like that. And it's just a matter of just taking uh, every few weeks, getting out with a, a bucket of soapy water and just cleaning your car inside and out. I'm guilty of neglect in that area. Um, when I'm when I'm in South Carolina, we have a, a car wash we go to kind of regularly, so I don't see the stuff on there. But you're talking about getting out and actually rubbing over it. You know, if you find that rock chip, there's the technology is nowadays, you know, you used to think you had a rock chip. Well, you wait for it to spider web and then you then you change your windshield. But now they can go in there and pump that. Don't they pump a resin yeah, into the crack the pressure and, and uh, you know, save your windshield. And um, it's it's was amazing to me the first time I heard about that because all I thought you could do for a rock chip is wait for that spider web to start and uh, it start to run across your windshield and, and then when you couldn't put up with that any longer, you you had to replace it. Yeah, and that's and that, that costs you money. And same thing with, uh, you know, we see this a lot in the body shop industry where somebody comes in and their door needs, by the time they come in to get repairs, they need a latch they need hinges, and there's a chance it's probably tore the door up. Your striker, yeah. And where you know it started dropping as soon as they noticed it dropping, could have went into somewhere, and they could have done a little bit maintenance work to it, and oiled all. You know, another thing is just oiling all your moving parts, like it hinges. You don't and, see that as much as you used to when they had the great big heavy doors. Yeah. Is it is it still an issue? Yeah, it, it is, especially on trucks and stuff. Even uh, though, even yeah. even with aluminum and stuff, you think of kind of cut out so much weight. But now what you see by cutting out the weight, they've also cut out some of the strength. And what you have is more, the, instead of the weight that pulled it down to that part, it's where people are climbing in and out of it using the door for leverage, getting in and out of one and bending it down. Well, I'm guilty of, you know, how your doors on a truck or on a lot of vehicles have that pocket at the bottom. Well, at one time, if that pocket wasn't completely full of stuff, <laughs> then there was room for one more thing, you know. And and I never thought of how much extra weight that was adding to the door. Until that one day when I grabbed that exterior door handle and it it uh, it gave up and it was I think a big part of it was from how much stuff I had inside that door pocket. You know, there was wrenches, there was just if you anything. needed to rebuild something on the side of the road, <laughs> you were prepared. That's, yeah. There was so much stuff in that door pocket, and then I, I just got to thinking. Yeah, that door probably would function a lot better and uh, Mike could have saved that handle if I hadn't had all that extra weight in it. So I do try to keep less stuff in there. I won't say absolutely nothing in there, but I don't try to try to carry the whole maintenance kit there. And you know, talking about weight, another thing that people don't think about is your keys. When mm. you have a key, and especially, you know, some now with a lot of cars have the electronic start, the push button start, so you're not putting the key in an ignition switch. 
But I've had cars that come in that the switches wear out and they'll hand you their key and it's about a 80 keys. <laughs> yeah. That, they, they have that. They got hand sanitizer. They got <laughs> pictures of the kid and the dog. And, you know, it's just, and all these keys and, and, you know, all the, most of them will have a bunch of the little, little, uh, cards you know the the discount cards are on oh, yeah. there and so yeah. i mean it looks like it i mean it's, it looks like Your a ball M- about the MVP size of a card and yeah your sheets card and every card huh yeah and so all of a sudden then they start having the issue of wore out switches and stuff like that it all has to do with that extra weight and we're talking about maintenance on the car another thing is bob how important is this just to do your regular oil changes that you know people go out oh, just so it's got oil in it oil is oil it doesn't matter not <laughs> uh, I a young man called me and the kind of car he has is known for this problem but his third engine expired and he had been through two transmissions and he's asking me if I knew somebody that had a a, a decent used vehicle that he could purchase and, and they're kind of rare right now uh, there's a a lot of selling going on with cars, but he, uh, you know, he started out, he wasn't as good with his maintenance and, uh, and he drove a little too hard, a young guy and with a straight drive. And he, uh, liked to see that thing go vroom, vroom. And like to uh, drop that clutch. <laughs> yeah. Like to drop that clutch. But yeah, he said on the, on the last engine he had really taken it easy because he had learned his lesson. But it was, you know, there's some vehicles uh, have a poor design when they come out with an engine and, and you can have trouble. But uh, hopefully somebody will have a, a used vehicle and he can get back on the road because he's not going to try to repair this one anymore. Yeah, sometimes it's, I know, Robbie, this is a dagger to his heart to hear somebody say, to uh, 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 junk one, but sometimes that's just the best. And as we mentioned, Robbie just made me think about something that I needed to make sure I mentioned was Amy Cabo will have The Cure on at 1 o'clock on most of these channels. Make sure you tune in, hear The Cure with Amy Cabo. But also made me think about Robbie, for those who need that Robbie Dillmore fix. Bob, I don't know if you know this, but Robbie was part of on a Wednesday night program at Pinedale Christian Church where they had conversations, and Robbie came in one Wednesday night, sat down for an hour, and had conversation. You can go to pinedale.church and scroll down to conversations, and Robbie is one of them, and it's worth your time to to sit there and, and, and watch and hear that, that, that interview and stuff. It sort of digs deep into to Robbie's life and his walk with Christ and what brought him to where he is now, and there's a conversation with Nikita Koloff, which also has a program on a lot of Truth, Net, Truth Network, Man Up. But he's one of them. And it's just a, uh, uh, Andy Bowersox. It's just a lot of really, and Mark Garrow. It's it's a great, great series, and it's worth your time. Pinedale.church and scroll down, conversations, click on it, and you'll see the roster of those that were interviewed. But Robbie's is really hmm. special. That's amazing. Uh, Andy is a great guy. Uh, I remember the first time I met him. And um, he was involved uh, with NASCAR in a way, and I'm not. I think he's changed now, but uh, what he does, uh, empowering preachers and uplifting them and everything, is is such an awesome thing. 
and you know how God laid that on his heart and how he ran with it. It's just been amazing. Yeah, I think we all kind of fall in that thing where we don't realize the pressure sometimes ministers and preachers are up against and stuff. And, you know, in in so many ways, it's they're on an island, it seems. And I know that they can probably feel that way. Well, they have so many folks that, you know, rely so heavy on them. I mean, I remember when my son passed, uh, you know, Darren uh, Alexander, he carried me. He carried me for a while when my business burnt. He was one of the first people there. You know, uh, we were there on fire, and I can still see him. Had on a white turtleneck. It's I've got the clearest picture of him being there at that time. And uh, that's really awesome. I mean, here you are, you know, uh, just completely up in the air. Uh, don't know exactly, you know, what to think or what to do, and but, we we had a plan really quick. I will never forget. Uh, Channel Twelve came out and handed me a microphone and stuck a camera in my face. Oh, what are you gonna do, Bob? <laughs> and there's about twenty eight to thirty employees standing right behind that camera. Yeah, what are you gonna do, Bob? <laughs> you know, I said we're gonna open up tomorrow and we're gonna sell parts and we're gonna buy cars and we're gonna buy scrap metal. And come on out, we can really use your business, you know. And it was just that point in my life, God grabbed me and lifted me up and gave me strength like I'd never had. I'm a real reactionary type person a lot of the times. And, uh, you know, God just gave me strength and positive things. But a lot of it was from having my preacher, such a great relationship with him. And, uh, and the Lord just really carried me. Absolutely. When we come back from the break, we're going to really, now we're going to dive deep into our spiritual walk and our spiritual maintenance. So, Bob, I'm going to put it on you when you come back and tell us what, what you do, what I do, and what we all need to do to grow our walk with Christ. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Again, welcome back, Christian Car Guy Radio Show. And as we get ready to dive deep into our spiritual maintenance, I want to read one passage, passage or just one verse from Romans 10:17. Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. That's such a simple little passage and verse there, but really what it's telling us is part of how do we maintain ourselves. And when I sit there and ask that question is, you know, we talk about our car, you know, it's doing that maintenance and that preventive maintenance and doing things so it functions properly and runs the way it is intended to run. We talk about maintenance on our bodies and stuff. It's what we eat, what we put in, how we physically keep ourselves fit as best possible so (laughs) that we're able to operate and function the way our bodies were intended to. And then we come to our spiritual walk. My weakest point, my weakest point. I do not read like I should. I convince myself as a young guy, oh, I don't read well. I don't, I don't read well. I can't read well. And, and I, I'm not great. I'm not a great reader. But that is no excuse for not reading at all. Okay, so I read a little slow. 
well, just take a little more time and read something. But I am so bad about not reading as much as I should. You gave me one of the greatest books I've ever had, and uh, it was a 40-day Bible study. And and I got started, and I got excited, and, and it really had a positive effect on me. And then the other day, I found it laying. I was like, hmm. This will help a lot more if I pick it up and open the pages. <laughs> it's easier to get something out of a reading material if you do pick it up and sit down with it. I need to turn off the boob tube just a little bit more and open those pages. And every time I do, I get a blessing. But I just find myself not reading as much as I should. It's, it's a very big fault of mine. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. And that, that's, uh, you know, I as I told Bob earlier, I have to intentionally go into that I'm going to be in Scripture. I'm going to read read God's Word because I'm like like Bob, like so many others. It's, it's easy to keep putting it off, putting it off. So I have to almost force myself to do it. And then afterwards when I'm doing it, I realize, man, this is, it's what I'm supposed to be what doing. What I'm supposed to be doing and what I need. So when I sit there and we think about, you know, probably one of the best things we can do as far as our maintenance, our spiritual maintenance is just being in God's Word. Because as I mentioned about that owner's manual in your Chevrolet mm-hmm. that you got in the glove box, mm-hmm. uh, God also has provided us with an owner's manual. Mm. And that, that's His Word. And how many times... We've all been in homes and been times where you sit there and you think, well, that their owner's manual in the glove box has never been taken out. And on the coffee table is that Bible that looks good, but every time somebody comes over, they have to wipe the dust off of it because it never gets open. But God would call us to to make sure that we're in his word because of it's, it's important to him that we have maintained our spiritual walk and our spiritual health. Now, I can spend time with God when I'm doing certain things, but spending time with God's Word is is harder for me to do. You know, I like to get up early and go fishing. It's, it's almost an obsession with me now. I really love it. I love being out there when the sun pops up. And if you can see a sunrise and not think about God, there's something wrong with you. Because there ain't no man that can make that, you know, that beautiful thing. Uh, But that being said, it is not a replacement for opening up those pages and absorbing his word. And, And I'm so guilty, guilty, guilty of negligence. My barber years ago, Johnny Faust, I was telling him about how I don't I don't get in the Bible enough. I don't get in the Bible enough. And he said, well, I go to a, a Bible study class. He says, it's kind of early. <laughs> but uh, uh, I started going, and I was so deep. And, and some of the people in that class, their belief was a little different than mine. But it made me get, you know, get into the pages to, to you know, back up my beliefs. And... Uh, and anytime you're in that book, there's not much negative stuff going to get on you. <laughs> yeah, and, and so many times we, you know, we will even hear and stuff. 
you know, it's hard to get into in the Bible and understand how it relates to me today, but that's why it's the living Bible. Every time I open up the Bible, where I am and whatever struggle I may be in the middle of, God's Word speaks to me a little differently. Mm. And, and and I think that's so powerful and stuff. And I think we, it's a blessing we miss so many times. Well, one thing I had to do and remind myself of when when I was in that Bible study you know, because some of the people had a little different look at uh, view on things than I did. I just had to remind myself to focus on our similarities instead of on our differences, and and it helped me. And uh, and well, Johnny, he's he's in heaven now. But thank you for getting me started with that, and and it sticks with me how much my life changed while I was doing that. Yeah, God will change us, and, and so many times just through His Word and stuff. Other things, as far as our spiritual maintenance, is prayer, and that's another one that sometimes we will neglect. You know, we, you know, I don't want this to sound critical, but you know, just sitting at the table and saying that God, thank you for this food, Amen. Let's let's eat. That's not. <laughs> it's good to 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 outwardly show that that thankfulness to to God, but I don't think that's the intimacy that he wants to have with us in prayer he wants us to sort of cut the world out kind of get in a quiet place and just be in relationship and communication with him through prayer well it's amazing you say that um some people um are intimidated or something but i i'm a hand holder when we're praying we're sitting at the table me and Robin used to meet and eat. We'd, we'd hold hands and we'd bless the food. And, and I still do it. And I do it with people that I'm not sure are comfortable holding my hand. <laughs> but uh, I try to do that. And, uh, you know, I was like, I don't ever say, well, what if they're not a believer? I said, well, maybe this will be the bait that this will be the seed that gets in their garden and, and grows in their life, you know, so. I'm, I try to bless the food for every meal and uh, with whoever I'm eating with. Yeah, and, and I think that being being uh, transparent and stuff and that that you're doing it and, and it's reflecting Jesus Christ, that's, that's, that's what the main thing is. And, and as we do it as maintenance thing, we go back and I think, you know, I always like to go back to the, the early church in Acts, the, the, the old the New Testament church, you know, part of that was that that gathering of community where they, they were there for each other and they were in God's word and they were in prayer. And so that was that that was how they were maintaining the church and maintaining their spiritual walk. So this week I encourage you to do your maintenance on your vehicle, get that owner's manual out, make sure you got your oil up to up to levels of where they need to be check your tire pressure eat good but more importantly worry about your spiritual well-being brother it's been a blessing being here today every time i get to participate in this it just it's, it helps me it feeds me and uh just thank you for having me here today bob love you brother and uh it's been a it's a blessing every time we're able to do this together every time i'm just able to spend any time with you for tomorrow morning I just encourage you, if you're not involved in a church, make tomorrow morning the day you walk through the doors of a church and become part of that congregation, because that'll also part of your... This is the Truth Network.